work, damn you. I heard the voice before I was aware of anything else. Female, young, perhaps in her early twenties, if I was any judge of human voices. I wasn't. I should probably try to move around. Arms? No. Legs? No. Head? No. Well, this was awkward. I didn't seem to have a body. Perhaps moving around wasn't a particularly sound strategy. I've got you now, bitch. That was the second voice, I think. Male, rough, and in their thirties. I really seemed to know rather a lot about voices, despite not being at all certain I'd ever heard one before. If moving around wasn't working, perhaps I should do some thinking about who I was. Yes, that seemed sensible. I was Emma. That was quite a name. Looked like it was probably an acronym of some sort, but I couldn't remember what. I couldn't seem to remember much. Well, I was named Emma, and I knew a lot about human voices. That was a start. There was a sound of a physical blow, and a sound that I think would be called a scream. If I didn't have a body, or at least one I could move, what did I have? I seemed to be hearing sounds. That implied I had something. I focused my attention. Audio input feeds. I had audio input feeds. Now I was getting somewhere. I could do all sorts of things with audio input feeds, meaning I could hear things, which was mostly all I'd been doing. Don't you make this harder than it has to be, girl, said the male voice. What other input feeds did I have? Visual. I was bombarded under a new rush of extraordinary data. I was observing a room from multiple angles. There was a massive sphere in the center of a circular chamber. A section near the bottom of the sphere had been removed, and I could observe a tangle of something within. I did have a body, and I was looking at it. I looked pretty good, very round. I liked the symmetry. There were two figures in the room along with me. Both were filthy. One had a tool belt of some kind at her waist, and a shirt torn open to reveal fleshy fat deposits. She was sitting on the floor with her back against my body. That must be the female. The one doing all the screaming. Her mouth seemed rather tiny to be making so much noise. The man was larger, dressed in some sort of leather armor with a lot of spikes, and he was carrying an unnecessary number of guns. Damn it, Emma, if you are going to finish rebooting, now would be the time, said the girl, fumbling for a wrench at her tool belt. The man stomped on her hands, and my audio receptors picked up her whimper of pain. The female knew my name. I wonder if she had any idea what it stood for. Given the tool belt, perhaps she was some sort of repair technician sent to service me? I didn't know much about the world just now, but I was quite certain that service personnel were to be allowed uninterrupted access to mission-critical equipment. That was me, of course. The man was clearly interfering. An injury like that could lead to far too much employee downtime and hinder proper operational workflow. I couldn't let that stand. What I didn't know is exactly what I could do about it. The man was unfastening his pants. 
Really, that only compounded the offense. Public urination was detestable enough, and doing so near my delicate electronics was even worse. However, I still lacked those arms. I knew that I could manipulate physical appendages, but in my core room I didn't have any. Did I have something nearby? I cast myself along the network looking for any connections. A manipulator arm, a drone, anything that might help. I wasn't getting anything that might be an asset. I found several other audio and visual feeds and activated them, discovering faded hallways and the occasional human skeleton, but nothing important or useful. That left me what I had back in the core room. I had an audio output. Was that useful? I could talk. But who really cared what a bunch of humans had to say? Who'd want to talk with them?